what's going on? This is Tom Arnold, and you're listening to the Juan and Jose podcast. Is Juan Jose, is that it? Juan uh, and Joe. Oh, Juan and Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Close enough. Uh, Juan and... <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. You're listening to two Mexican guys, and uh, it was really fun. I like cocaine. <laughs> Live. <laughs> I don't know why I say that. It's such a stupid thing for me to say because not like I've ever been in broadcasting and I mean, not really live. It's just me. I'm saying we are live. So, anyways, welcome back. This is Jose. Um, with the podcast, which now I have called the Hella Average, what's it? Hella, Hella Average Podcast with Jose is what it is now. <laughs> New uh, logo, and uh, although it hasn't updated on the Apple, um, on the Apple Podcast for some fucking reason, and I did. Well, I think I updated everything that I was supposed to and tried. I even did the Juan and Joe comedy. For now, I don't know if I'm actually going to keep that to juanandjoecomedy.com. I mean, more than likely, I'm not going to. But I want to try to see if I can get a new website or at least just put it on my existing website, which is a josemezamedia.com website. But I don't know. I do want to see... If maybe I could change the name to that of that website or something else and just update everything on that. Uh, because there's no reason to call it the Juan and Joe Comedy if anymore if it's just uh, myself, right? I guess I would say that would make sense. I think it does. At least it does in my head. And, you know, it is things do make sense in your own head. And then sometimes when you say it out loud, it doesn't. You ever notice that? So this time, it actually made sense still. But anyways, that's something I'm going to have to put on my uh, project list that I carry on a daily basis and try to remember that I wanted to at least change that website, cancel this one, or change it to the to something else, which I'm sure the hella average is taken more than likely, so I don't know how it's going to work. I'll have to try to figure something out. Uh, so anyways, this is Hella Average with Jose, formerly the Juan and Joe uh, podcast. Um, and like you said, not changing formats for the most part here. I'm still going to be doing the uh, letters from B-Rad. And... Um, I just love those letters. I think it's a great topic, and it's it's a lot of fun. And again, I know it's been a month, maybe even a little bit more. I've been still doing a lot of videos and uh, animations, uh, things like that, that do take quite a bit of time. Plus, I know I keep mentioning it, and I'm going to again because... Fuck it, that's why. Or fuck it, that's... Anyways, you get the point. So... 
I just like new letters. I really do. And I was I've been trying the last couple weeks of thinking of new topics for the podcast, not just letters from B Red, but different things, and possibly even have having the letters from B Red in their. I mean, it's all going to be in the same podcast, but that's going to be labeled as letters of B Red. The rest of the podcasts are just like anything else. So I was just trying to think of different topics or, yeah, sub- topics, subject, or at least one other one that I can do on a consistent basis. Like, I don't know, crazy stories you haven't heard or songs and their meanings and, you know, shit like that. So. That's kind of what I've been thinking about here and there while I've been working on everything else. And I really have been wanting to do this podcast for at least a couple of weeks. But when you're not excited for something, it's kind of hard to do. And sometimes you just do it anyway and it goes and it rolls. But again, I just didn't feel like I had any really strong topics or subject and subjects. And so therefore, I... I didn't really, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I would be my best, I guess. Or or maybe I have to do that until I get my flow going of my of doing this by myself without the letters of B-Rad. Because with the letters of B-Rad, at least I have something good to talk about. It's fresh. It's about my buddy in prison and all that stuff. Now, if I come on here and... I don't have letters from B-Rad. I guess it's, how how do I begin the uh, podcast? What's a podcast going to be about? And at least here, I have a foundation. I have, hey, this is an episode of Letters of B-Rad, and I can go ahead and talk about a few other things, which makes it that much easier. So I'm trying to think of, trying to hopefully think of something that will work and... I don't know. We'll see. So that being said, um, I'm still trying to get this consistently going, but I don't know. I can't promise you guys if I will be able to or not. I I mean, as far as I would like to do it more frequently, I guess. I know I always say that too, but I'm constantly working on stuff uh, with everything that I have mentioned. and, um, And I just... I don't know. It's a little tough, and and I just want to make sure it's good. That's all. I mean, and maybe it sucked this whole time. <laughs> I don't know, but at least I have what feels a little bit of a purpose and something of a fulfillment, something that makes me feel good about it. So uh, this this is a letters from B-Rad. It's a new letter that I just received actually today. About two hours ago, I checked the the, uh, the mail and there it was. And I see in the top left corner of the return address that unfortunately, he has been moved to that new prison I had mentioned a while back. Uh, that, uh, that, I'm not sure how to feel about that until maybe I see what he has to say about it. Although, that prison's quite old compared to the one that he was in. And that kind of, I don't know, worries me a little bit. Especially, like I said, this one's a lot bigger than the other one. So I don't know how it is to go inside and visit and, you know, all that shit. Oh, God. So 
The, let's see, what else? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. I, I, I usually don't have my phone facing me or anything like that, but I've been waiting for a text from a friend because I'm probably going to be heading out here in just a little bit to go catch a couple drinks. Um, I do want to say really quick, oh yeah, and the other thing is the podcast also would be nice if I had guests or at least another person to help me do them with, but mainly some guests or something like that. And of course, interesting guests. I'm not going to, well, maybe that would work. I was saying, I don't want to go, you know, down on the corner here of Greenway and, you know, uh, Tatum and pick up the homeless guy, but fuck, he might be the most interesting guy you've ever heard of. You never know. Note to self. Let's check that out. Okay. Uh, okay. So, we wanted to just kind of quickly say if you know if you guys can uh, go on to the uh, to my YouTube channel, that is the um, the Jose Meza uh, YouTube channel, um, again formerly known as Juan and Joe Studios, and uh, check out the videos that I've been doing there. I've been doing animations, some of those um, I call them visual. Let's see, uh, visual effects, or what are they? Creative visual effect tricks. Ah, shit, now I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what I call them. Um, creative visual effects tricks, I think is what I kind of come up with, because they're, they're like magic tricks, and if you guys know about Zach King, he is exactly what his last name is, is the king of this, of this stuff. He does an amazing job and has been doing it for many years, and I think it's it's awesome, and I've always wanted to try it. I figured I'd go for it, and and even though some of them take quite a bit, I have one on there where I pour beer out of my phone. That took me a solid two days just to shoot, and I think it's around 16, maybe 20 seconds long. So they're a lot of fun. They can be a lot of work, um, but they can be short, and I kind of want that a little bit. Um, at least 30 seconds or under, even if it's under a minute, but 30 seconds or, or under is, I think is a sweet spot. So I've been doing quite a few of those. I haven't done any vlogs because that's another thing I've been trying to think of something interesting as far as vlog goes. Listen, I'm a fucking nobody right now. And, um, and so my life isn't that interesting to anyone. And really there's a there's not a lot going on right now, especially with still things all shut down and and everything. And it's not like I got a, you know, a Lamborghini or anything like that, at least not yet. Hopefully that will change. <laughs> but, you know, you still have to have something interesting. And I just don't feel like maybe I have that yet. So I've been trying to think of something as far as a vlog goes that would be highly entertaining and fun to do. And hopefully that maybe that will be coming up soon because I might be making a trip back home. And I think I have a good idea for that only if we could pull it off, which would still be fun. And that my boy Doug will be on board with that. Um, other than that, yeah, vlogs, anim or animations, the little magic tricks. And I do have another channel by the name of Roxo Express. That's very small right now. Not that this one that I currently have is large, but compared to uh, Roxo Express, it is. That's just a gaming channel, and I do a lot of Call of Duty and have posted a few things up there. But I did post a cheating one up there, which, which I didn't, but 
caught some people cheating. And holy shit, if you guys play Call of Duty or any of those, I mean, there's every so many games. I didn't even realize how many games actually have cheats. Just insane. So if any of you guys play these games, especially Call of Duty, and um, have ran into which is a plethora of cheaters. I mean, there's. I have to say, fifty percent of the matches I'm in are, are they just have cheaters all over the place. You guys can relate on how fucking irritating that is. I mean, these people are so pathetic that they have to cheat to win at a game that means nothing. It doesn't mean anything to them. And then there are some pros that have been busted cheating. Like, how sad are you at that point? Like, you must be an awful, awful fucking player and with no skills to have to do something like that. I mean, at that point, then just, you know, I say just take a picture of your Xbox, of your PS4, of your computer, whatever the hell it is you're gaming on. Take a picture of it. Post it up on YouTube. I mean, sorry. Post it up on Craigslist and put that shit for sale because obviously you just ain't good enough to game. Fucking pathetic. And I did see this website because I was looking for cheating and shit. And there's these websites that sell these things, of course. And one of their descriptions was, Whoa, why you should why should you use cheats? Because it makes a game so much funner. You get to see everybody on the map at all times. Oh man, that yeah, I wish I could. Somehow they need to get cheated out of shit. And if that means like, you know, maybe getting, I don't know, punched in the fucking face or something, that'd be great. But man, it is irritating. So I did put one up there with some couple cheaters actually inside walls that you couldn't see. They could see you and they could shoot you, but you couldn't shoot them. It was fucking crazy. And then I didn't realize until I saw this uh till I saw this website that it's just I thought it was just maybe four or five with this which is your aimbot, which automatically aims at the person. Then you got aimbot with headshot, which automatically aims and hits a headshot. Um and just a few other ones, but they have uh well I did hear the low low or no recoil. Um and also like uh, ads auto uh, i mean uh, aim down sights quickly more smoothly uh frame rate i i there must have been 30 different cheats that people use and some of those you wouldn't ever even realize crazy crazy shit i always go on a tangent sorry i know i'm supposed to be talking about a few other things where you can find me and here i am talk about rocks express channel and bam fucking i'm out the gate going on something else so don't worry i'll uh i'll make a left turn or or pull a, or, or uh, make a u-turn on the on the next uh, uh um what the next option uh, uh whatever you get what i mean i i think if you're demented like i do you should so anyways yeah it was it was crazy but i couldn't believe that and how they sell it it's it's absolutely ridiculous oh nice the uh, monster truck is here which i call is the garage <laughs> garbage truck okay hold on i'm gonna pause that being that this damn garbage truck i think is here or maybe it's another oh if it makes too much noise i'm gonna pause anyways so uh you can find me on that roxo express channel as well but you can find me again on instagram underscore jose Meza creator 
Um, I also have um, Instagram um, uh, for Toon Skits, which I don't have many, but that's why I place, place only animations. And Focella, which is only photography. But my Jose Meza creator is where I just post everything. And you could find the new animation. Yeah, the new animation. Well, the new animation I did just actually yesterday on there. You could... Uh, you can find me on Twitter, but I, I I really don't post much on there, and I don't have shit on there really. I mean, I'm, I've been posting my my most recent videos and animations on there, so that's on that's Jose Meza Creator. The other one, like I said, IG is Jose Meza underscore Creator, and um, I think uh, that's about it. But you can find me there. Oh, and check out Ian Camfield's podcast if you haven't. Did you America, which is pretty badass. Um, for those uh, 98 KUPD uh, uh, listeners, Ian was the um, Brit guy who would come on Thursday mornings with Holmberg. Uh, his segment uh, was uh, Ian Camfield in the morning. That was on Thursday. And it was always great. It was always awesome. And then he ended up getting a job in Dallas. That was a great um, opportunity for him, which he took. And uh, unfortunately, with all this COVID stuff, he had just just got laid off or slash fired, whatever you call it recently. But he just started a new podcast. I love this dude. He's a good dude. He's a fun dude. And he's he's a UK, ex-UK guy, should I say. And I say that because he can't stand the UK. He just calls it a fucking cesspool and is more American than um, most people that were born in this country. And but he's he's a funny fucking guy and he's been using my uh, my artwork because I've made animations on him and he's been using my artwork for all his uh, marketing, I guess, as far as social media, his podcast and his website. So did you America on the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and did you America dot com. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. So anyways. Um, let me pause. Well, anyways, let's, let's move on. Yeah. So really quick back to the video game shit. Those of you guys who do game can see where I'm coming from. Those of you who cheat, which I probably don't have any cheaters on this podcast because, I mean, why would there be? Anyways, I probably have like three people listening anyway. <laughs> Chad McDaniel, that's one of them, and I appreciate his support all the time with everything. That that dude supports a lot of people, not just me, but he supports Ian's things. Like, I mean, everyone. That, that's a good guy, and um, it's too bad he didn't live a little bit closer. He could, uh, We could do a couple podcasts together because I appreciate him. And uh, always sharing my stuff, and it's always uh, always great to have people like that in your corner. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if there are cheaters out there, then again, you're you should take the advice I just have given you. Just quit gaming because you suck. All right. So received a letter from Brad today. And, um, like I mentioned, he is in another prison where I was hoping he would not be sent to. I hope that he got the letter that I sent him last. Uh, maybe I'll find out here because I did send him to send it to the previous prison that he was at. And I 
I mean, maybe they forward mail, but I don't know. So you know, government stuff, and even though prisoner or prisons, a lot of them are privately owned, they're still federal, right? And still considered government in my book. Aren't very, I don't know, customer service oriented. Is that what I should kind of use? I think that's a good term. Um, very slow on everything and don't give a fuck or lazy about shit. Now, I'm not saying everybody is, just 98% of them. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens about that. Um, I'm very, uh, very interested on what his, sorry, what his letter's going to say. And I'm, I'm, I might be, I don't know, I'm a little worried, but we're going to see what happens. Um, I did look again, like I said, I had, I had looked at a few topics to discuss. And, ooh, excuse me. And I didn't know if this would work here. Here's the other thing is, Trying to segue into shit. All right. When I'm talking about YouTube or anything like that, I know I'm all over the place. When I talk about things like that, you know, I I like the video game thing. It took me into that that whole uh, area, that topic, and I love it. I love it when that happens. And I think that's what helps when you have somebody else doing a podcast with you. You know, you, you are able to feed off each other and you're able to segue into certain things. They remind you. Of, of certain things that maybe happened anywhere in your life, even up to this morning, and vice versa. That always helps. When you're 100% solo, it doesn't work that easy, um, unless you just come on ranting and raving about something. But fuck, who wants to hear somebody bitching all the time, you know? I mean, come on. That shit just gets old. Um, so... That's why I'm like, okay, how am I going to say, what am I going to say? And, oh, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just talking. It's all what it is, right? As, as Ian said, it's just talking. But nonetheless, it's, uh, it's good to get, I don't know, uh, release, I suppose. I mean, yeah, I do that at the gym. I do that in the bathroom, in the shower. And I mean, uh. Yeah, you know, uh, that that's, doesn't take long. The gym does, though. Um, and so does uh, training for the self-defense class that I'm in, which, by the way, I was at yesterday. And it just, I'm tired when I'm going over there because it doesn't start at 5.30 in the evening, sometimes at 6.30 in the evening. And I get tired, but holy shit, man. When I get there, and you know, it's weird. It, it does cause me a little bit of anxiety um, going there. And I don't know why. I often think about that a little bit. And almost like I think about it even in the morning. I go, oh, I still got to go to self-defense. And I don't even necessarily have to, but I, I want to. And I do have to if I'm paying for it, right? I mean, it makes sense. But I just, for some reason, I get a little bit of anxiety going like, oh, I have to go to, I have to go to, um, you know, Krav Maga tonight, Tactical Blacks with, with TB. Oh yeah, and then every time for some reason I go, well, maybe something will come up where I don't have to go. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not. With the gym, 
No way is that happening. I know that I'm going to the gym at this time every day. Recently, it's been really early at 5.45 in the morning, which I never thought I would be doing, ever. I've done it in the past and hated every single bit of it, all of it. Plus, my energy was non-existent. My strength was not there. So I would always go in the in the evening, late afternoon, evening, anywhere between four and five. And although it seemed even working all day and, and things like that, you would think I was tired. But And I would be a lot of times. But the moment I got there, I would feel fantastic, especially getting out. But I knew that it wasn't one of these things like, oh, I had to get inside about going to the gym. I would say like, oh, man, I also got to get to the gym later so I won't be home till I don't know seven o'clock tonight fuck you know things whatever like that but uh, man that's a long day but uh but that was a whole thing of like that's just what it is that's just part of my life it, it's just like anything else hey I gotta go put gas in the truck I have to eat today that's basically how I look at the gym and the TB is a little bit different for me for some reason. Although when I'm there, I have such a blast and it feels so good. After I'm out, I'm fucking fully energized. It is, it just wires me out. It really does. And I love it. And the whole self-defense thing with not only punching and kicking and fighting back, but disarming, you know, your uh, uh, people with guns, with knives, long rifle training, um, you know, a uh, gun retention. It's 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 just choke breaking out of chokes. Like it is, it is a great thing, a great time, and it just boosts your confidence up, and it really makes you feel a lot better about yourself. So that's why I I, I would imagine that the reason I get anxiety is because I do I do go by myself, and you always have to partner up with somebody, and you just don't know who you're gonna partner up with. Not that it's a, always a bad thing, but sometimes you get somebody that is not great to partner up with or um, just maybe not coordinated or sometimes even well over, well more advanced than you are, black belt. And those guys are usually the better ones, but some of them just don't know how to take it easy or or, or don't realize the, the skill level is, is, is so drastic. Um and then sometimes you just you don't know who you're going to team up with or any or or if you're going to team up with anybody. So that's the type of stuff that I guess maybe gives me anxiety. And, and you know, it's my second. I've already went to the gym, you know, so early and now I'm back going. I got to do my work and then go back to the gym later. But I love it and it's fucking awesome. So I don't know how the hell I got off into that. Now I don't even know where I was going. Now I think I'm just babbling. But anyways great time and and so yeah now I go to the gym at at, at 5:45 because I guess between 5:45 and 7 a.m a lot of times I'm still sleeping so then I have to go to the gym later at five or four four or five in the evening I figured well if I'm sleeping between 5:30 and seven why don't I just utilize that start working out then? And be able to, it's not like I can give more, I can get 25 hours in my day or 26. So I need to utilize that to where I can take 
those 24 hour period and really do the best that I can with it and be as efficient as I can with it. And that's kind of how that happened. And it actually started with when this whole COVID thing shut down our, uh, our uh, state and well, the country, but the gyms and we're working out outside of monster garage fitness with some fucking concrete weights. And once they closed down the second time, which was what August or some shit or July. Oh Yeah. We weren't working out in the afternoon then. <laughs> Fucking die out there. Uh, no way. I don't, we wouldn't be able to make it. And so we started going early in the morning. And that's when we we're like, hey, you know what? This actually hasn't worked so bad. Now, I hate, absolutely hate the first five minutes of life when I first wake up. I'm like, what the? Oh, I'm just, what am I doing? I want to go back to, and it is rough. And it still is. But once I get there, whew, I wake up, you see some nice little uh, Lululemon and those, you know, those uh, those nice, beautiful little bodies and these girls that are in great shape and these guys that, I mean, sorry, these uh, girls that just look amazing and a lot of them are really nice to talk to, actually. It's quite, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. But anyways... That gets your blood flowing, and then you work out, and yeah, it fucking feels good. But holy shit, that first five minutes from from 5.05, yes, that's when I woke up, 5.05, because I need that extra five minutes. From 5.05 to 5.10, I hate everything for that moment. But anyways, it was, it's great. So, about the gym. <laughs> I know. Probably boring to most people. I just kind of sounded boring when I was talking about it. Remember how I said that you always think it's a good idea in your head and then it's not? I still don't remember where the hell I even came, like why that even came into my head about talking about it. Um, I'll play back really quick. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, so um, one thing I did want to talk about because I, I, when I'm listening to music, I love lyrics, which is one reason why I can't really listen to death metal. I like listening to lyrics and hearing words. So... There's many times where, I, you know, if you're not singing the wrong words because, I mean, come on. <laughs> we all do, right? I mean, thank God. This, this is one thing I'm really good about the internet is that there's a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of resources out there that now give you the lyrics to songs. And it's so crazy for how long you sing them wrong until you realize what they're really saying. And that shit always cracks me up because it's hard to go back to the uh, to the actual real. Uh, I mean, to what they're really saying after you've been used to saying, uh, uh, you know, uh, another word. Sometimes it's not even a word. You ever notice that? It's one of those things where you're like Brian then or me or I don't know. I I, I don't know what, what song that would be. I, I, I wish I could think of an example right now, but. You you don't you just kind of make a noise. You get what I'm saying. You gotta make a noise, 
and it, but it's actually a word, but you don't know it, and you don't you're not really sure if it is, and then you finally see it, and of course when you read it, you're like, oh yeah, now that makes sense, you know. And not only does it make sense, like the word when they're saying it, outside of Eddie Vedder, of course, because it's still, you could see the word and it's still, you still can't hear it in the song. But what I love too is, you know, most of these songs, at least the music that I listen to, which is rock and classic rock and metal, things like that, have a story behind these lyrics, uh, a story in this song. Um, and, you know, it, talks about certain things and for some reason you sing this song because i mean that's what it sounds like to you right and when you when when you really think about it you go that doesn't make sense but hey i'm not the one writing the song maybe he's saying this because it makes sense to him and when he wrote this song it, it was, you know, it's 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 out of context. So he knows what he's talking about, even though it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm going to sing it that way anyway, because, well, I mean, what else could it be, right? I mean, what else? And then you look at the uh, <laughs> the lyrics, and, and then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Not what I was singing. And it's not even fucking close. I mean... I, I, God, I wish I could think of an example right now because it's just not even close. Matter of fact, there was one with the, and now now that I know the lyrics, now I can't remember what I was singing in the past. But "Backdoor Man" by by the Doors, which, and, and this, I'll tell you why I'm getting into this here in a second. The "Backdoor Man" by the Doors is is one of them where I wasn't sure what the hell they were, what what he was saying. And one of them, and then you ever notice, I just opened it up, because you ever notice how short the um, lyrics are compared to the length of the song? It's quite fascinating sometimes. So anyways, I, I one of them, and uh, hopefully I can remember, but he says, uh, oh, shit, sorry. Backdoor Man is the one I want to actually talk about the meaning of which is one of the topics i was thinking about like songs and the meaning of those songs before i again went add on you is that because i love and i'll get back to this in a second what i was saying because i love lyrics and because i love songs and i always wonder what the hell is this really about well not always you sing it and blah, 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 you know, and this and that. And you just sing it because it sounds good and the lyrics and this and that. And sometimes you realize, oh, shit, this is the meaning of this song. I had no idea. Or sometimes you think like this is the meaning of, of the, the, you have a certain meaning in your head of, of a particular song. And it comes out to be something completely different than what you ever thought. And... I just I just fucking laugh at myself when I see that shit because it's like especially nowadays that we have the internet so available to us it's not like we just can't I mean we have it on our phones it's not like we can't just be on there like what the hell are the lyrics of this song what does it mean right a perfect example is the song Glycerin by Bush how all the girls back in the day would have that as their what father and and bride or, or father and daughter dance whatever you want to call that the weddings and because they love glycerin. When it really talks about Lubinob to put it in the to put it in the ass, to put it in the you know, in the starfish, whatever you want to call it. So I've 
that's when I'm like, if you're going to have a song, especially something like that during such an intimate moment, and that wasn't a pun intended because it could be intimate. However, about like a wedding or something like that, and you're dancing with your dad, the last song you probably want to play is, you know, lubing up to put it in a girl's ass. That's, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not crazy on that. So this is why I always want to know the lyrics behind. Well, not always, but I do wonder, and I find it fascinating when I do. So anyways, when you're singing, back to when you're singing um, the, the wrong lyrics, uh, I just think it's uh, it's it's great when you're when you've been singing them in a certain way, and it never it's not even close to what you say. One of them was "Oh Moon of Alabama," which I think is like "Oh Moon Oh Moon of Alabama," something like that, right? Oh Moon. Of Alabama or Alabama, I think he said something. Like that. Anyways, I would, I can now, I can't remember what it was, but it was like oh moo, and that's when I would actually just make a noise, more so like oh moo, anamana. We now, so I instead of just going to see what the lyrics said, I would just put in something that sounded okay. You know, that's when you sing it out loud, and if there's anybody kind of close to you, you kind of drop the the tone the decibels on that part and then you bring it back up where you where you know the lyrics to but there was another one where he says uh you mean you men eat your pork and beans that one yeah it was there's a couple things in there that again i can't remember what the hell i was saying but holy shit i always find that so fucking funny and I'm sure a lot of Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder fans can definitely relate to that because holy shit, that dude. When I when I look at his lyrics, read the lyrics, and then after you know hearing his songs, it's <laughs> I can't even like I remember people having games like on the radio before. This whole Google thing really was 100%. They'd have games like, if you can guess what Eddie Vedder says here, you can win this prize. And you, I mean, nobody would ever fucking get it. It was, I just, that was one of my favorite things. And internet, although phenomenal, will never change it. That's part of the things that I think sometimes um, takes away uh, because I, I I love that shit. Um and a matter of fact, when uh, a while, a long time ago, when Baden and I first started this, um, I did the uh, uh, Yellow Lead Better and had him listen to it and then had him write down what he thought the lyrics meant. And it was fucking hysterical and he was nowhere near it. I think we even recorded it, but I don't think we ever put it up. That shit makes me laugh. So, as I was saying, anyways. Meanings of songs. Um, one of them was Backdoor Man. Now, the way my mind works, I'm sure you can guess where I'm going with that. Backdoor Man, to me, meant 
that you were like, you know, you're the neighbor in the backyard that was annoying and you wanted a punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You thought that that was going to, you fucking perverts. You think my mind works that way? Come on. I'm not disgusting like that. Actually, yeah. I actually did think that it was the backdoor man, which is what we were just talking about. Like More like glycerin. Let's put it that way. I thought, I thought, that's what came to my mind. But I'm thinking, there's no way. It's Jim Morrison. It's the Doors in the 70s. No fucking way that's what it means, right? And that's what I was like, yeah. Plus, he was kind of a demented poet. I mean that in a good way. So I was like, that's the way he's talking about, you know, uh, the back door in that sense. So I looked it up and, uh, and, and no, of course it was not, but I had no idea what it meant. So, and I know this Wikipedia, anybody can write shit. So this is all I'm taking it off of. And I, I would say that this is about one of the only sources we do have that is more accurate than not. But I know there's definitely a lot of inaccuracies here. But anyways, it goes on to say it goes it, it goes it goes by it goes like this. Backdoor Man is a blues song written by Willie Dixon and recorded by Howlin' Wolf in 1960. It was released in 1961 by Chess Records as the B-side to Wolves Wolf's Wang Dang Doodle. The song is considered a classic of Chicago blues, which at that point. I had no idea. Never even knew that it was more like a cover, I guess you could say, right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking. So I would have thought, I mean, I, I had I had no idea. Hold on. Yeah. So, anyways. So the Doors version. Um and so the Doors recorded the blues rock version of the Backdoor Man, which appears in their self-titled debut album. And the drummer, which is John Densmore, described it as a song that is deeply sexual and got everyone moving. Hey, not too far off from my original thought, right? So then Morrison, of course, sings it and does the vocals. But here it is. And Southern culture... The phrase backdoor man refers to a man having an affair with a married woman using the back door as an exit before the husband comes home. When everybody trying to sleep, I'm somewhere making my midnight creep. This is the lyric. Every morning the rooster crows, something tell me I got to go. I am a backdoor man, Wolf sings. The promiscuous backdoor man is a theme of many blues songs, including those by Charlie Patton, Lightning Hopkins, Blind Willie McTell, and Sarah Martin. Every sensible woman got a backdoor man, Martin sang in a strange love blues song. Boom! Never knew that. It's, can't say I've ever been a backdoor man in this sense. There's three senses in that. You could take two out of those with a chick. You could, you could leave that in there. But backdoor man is that son of a bitch boning your wife while you're slaving away at work and making the fucking money. Or whatever you're doing now, golfing, I guess it could be that. But yeah, 
So I guess the pool, you know, that'd be funny. Have a pool company called the Backdoor Man Company or Backdoor Man Pool Company. Because that would, I think that would kind of coincide, right? They would work together. Um, But yeah, so it's it's just, it's kind of a shitty fucking uh, song and... And being a, and being a uh, that'd be a shitty person to be when you're banging somebody else's fucking some dude's other wife, and you're using the back door as the exit. And you're also using the other back door for other reasons. So that one I found very interesting. And then the other one I had actually uh, checked. This one didn't have much of a story, um, but I still found it a little. A little fascinating. It's a um, Led Zeppelin, which is absolutely one of my favorite, if not close to my favorite band of all time. And one of the songs I really enjoyed and always have enjoyed is Dazed and Confused. And Dazed and Confused is a song, here's what it says, is a song written by American singer-songwriter Jake Holmes in 67. Performed in a folk rock style, he recorded it for his debut album, The Above Ground Sound of Jack. Sorry, Jack. I'm gonna call him Jack Holmes. Jake Holmes. <laughs> um, although some concluded that it was about a bad acid trip, Holmes insists the lyrics referred to the effects of a girl's indecision on ending a relationship. Eh, the former's a better story. I mean, then you might as that's almost every chick, isn't it? After hearing Holmes perform the song in August of 1967, English rock, and you guys, some of you guys who are really like music buffs probably already know this and heard of this. And I remember hearing about this, but I've, I kind of forgot about it. Um, but uh, August 67, English rock group The Yardbirds reworked it with a new arrangement. It soon became a centerpiece of their tours, several recordings of which have been released, including the Yardboard, Yardboard, the Yardbirds 68, produced by guitarist Jimmy Page. Dazed and Confused was further adapted by Page's new group for their debut album, Led Zeppelin. It became a signature song and concert stable for much of the group's career. Holmes attempted to contact Page in the 80s regarding the songwriting credit, but received no response. So, and this is probably what you guys remember. I, I kind of remember this. Again, I don't remember. The, I didn't remember the exact detail, so I couldn't tell you everything at that point. But when I read this, I did remember a little bit of a little spark went off. In 2010, Holmes filed the lawsuit and the matter was settled out of court with the credit on Led Zeppelin releases being changed to Jimmy, Jimmy Page, inspired by Jake Holmes. So interesting, I thought for that, and and I, you know, I always find that type of shit fascinating. And and again, sometimes the lyrics or or the meaning of the song sometimes isn't as fascinating as the way the saying, the way the song came about, or who had it, or or uh, I guess. With the evolution of the song, I guess. I, I guess, I mean, that kind of means the same thing as far as the meaning. But I'm saying sometimes it's not about the lyrics. It's how the song came out and who actually wrote it and things like that. I don't know if I make any fucking sense. I probably don't. But um, sorry, I, 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 um, I'm, I know. 
fucking stumbling over here. Uh, I was going to read the background. It's a little long. Um, but I just, the Yardbirds I always found fascinating because I always, I actually always thought that that was the name of Led Zeppelin before they changed their name to, to Led Zeppelin. I thought it was the Yardbirds. And maybe it was, I don't know. Um, but here's just a quick thing. It says, by late 1966, English rock group The Yardbirds had moved away from recording hit single towards regular touring. In 67, they began their second tour of the U.S. as a quartet. Just, that's weird. <laughs> With Jimmy Page as a soul guitarist. Um, and their sets became more varied with extended medleys and featured guitar instruments by Page, such as White Summer and Glimpse. Um, so, yeah, uh... Group headlined at the Village Theater in New York with opening acts as Youngbloods and Jake Holmes, which is kind of crazy. Yardbirds drummer uh, Jim McCarty was the only Yardbird to catch Holmes' performance. He liked the song and bought the album the next day, subsequently playing it to the rest of the band. They reworked it, focusing the arrangement based on the descending bass line. Page added additional guitar riffs in the middle of the song, and boom! Days Confused was born. So, um... I just thought the way it came about and what had happened because of the song, I found more interesting. And then one of my favorite songs, and actually one of my favorite bands, um, was another one that you'd be surprised how many of them don't have what they mean. Uh, but especially with this flood of information at our at our fingertips. Um, but Audio Slaves, I Am the Highway, uh, probably my favorite Audio Slave song. There's so many fuck good ones to choose from, but that's probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Uh, and, and I, this one I couldn't really find meaning, but the song facts, and I don't know, you know, 100% if this is true, and it's songfacts.com, so who knows, as far as resource goes, how reliable it is, but hey, it's what I found. I thought it was, I thought it was good and it sounds fantastic of what they said and and i imagine some of these individuals did get it from good sources like the rolling stones interviews or things like that who knows i don't get too much into that shit so it'd be be great if somebody uh that i could talk to knew about this but anyways here is song facts about i am the highway by audio slave is on this early audio slave track frontman chris cornell who man I miss that fucking guy's voice and whew, it sucks that he's no longer with us is claiming his self-worth after being taken for granted in relationships. He says, I am not your rolling wheels. I am the highway is what he sings. He determines the only person he can rely on is himself, which fucking how true is that? Huh? But the road to independence is a long one. I put millions of miles under my heels and still too close to you, I feel. So, so I had to make sure I read that right. And then the other part, it says, the song opens with the lyric, Pearls and Swine, Bereft of Me, which is a biblical reference to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount from Matthew 7, 6, which states, Do not throw pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet. In other words, don't share anything of value with someone who refuses to appreciate. 
it. I love that. In other words, don't share anything of value with someone who refuses to appreciate. How many times have we run into that shit? Man. I love that. So anyways, those are a couple facts and stories of some of the, some of my songs that I enjoy and I don't know. Um, I, I felt that that was a good topic to go on. I have a few other ones that I eventually want to do. I don't know if uh, anybody else would find them in- entertaining as far as the songs and the meanings, but I loved it. And uh, and so right now, I got to take such a bad, bad piss, and um, I don't have anyone here. Where's the little man? My cat. He Maybe he could step in here for a minute for me. He probably won't hear much. Maybe a little... Nah, not even vocal. He's fucking passed out. Um, let me just quit. Quit. Let me just go on a quick break. Cause, damn, I'm pissing my pants. Oh, yeah. Have I ever said this before? And we'll get to Brad's letter in a second. On here. I know I've said it before to my buddies and shit. Sometimes I wonder... What feels better? Sex with an orgasm or when you have to take such a bad piss. This time it wasn't an occasion, but those times when you when you damn near are fighting to not piss yourself and your stomach right below your belly button area just fucking hurts. I mean, where... You can't take a, a damn bump on the road in a car. You you have to unbuckle the seatbelt because any little slight pressure is going to make you piss. And you know you can't stop once that thing fucking goes. And if it does, it stings. What is better than moments, at those moments? I always find it hard to decide. Is it the sex or is it taking a piss after holding it for so fucking long? Oh, luckily, I, again, that wasn't one of these situations, but damn. All right, so, um, man, I got to get something to eat because we're going to head out soon, have a couple of drinks. It'll be nice. So I'm going to uh, read Brad's letter now. It might be a little bit uh, thicker than normal. Yeah, that's right. I said it. A little thick. That's what she said. I know. I don't use that very often. But man, I still watch The Office and I fucking just laugh with Michael. Um, oh, shit. I have another form. Here. Oh, this must be the... Rules and regulations of visitation or some other shit. Okay, so that's why it felt like a longer letter. Um, oh, the sound of a new letter opening up. Gotta love it. Um, ah, shit, yeah, I'm gonna have to... Luckily, I didn't send him money. I'm looking at this stuff right now. Okay, so now it looks like I have... A, well... I don't know. We'll see. But the letter isn't crazy long. Um, 
which kind of sucks because I I love the longer letters. Plus, he robs me here. He's he's using. I don't even think this is not even an eight and a half by eleven. It's like a six by eight piece of paper here, and he only uses one whole page, maybe half of the other one. He's getting fucking skimpy on me. All right. So this is, he just sent this on the 19th of October. So just a few days ago. Well, at least that's when it was mailed out. I don't know when he actually wrote it, but here it goes. Here, here, he, ready? Here, here it goes. Who is that? Living color? Jose. Hey, buddy. Did you get the text message on me moving? I think I told him that before. And yes, yes, I did. By the way, I've missed his call three times. Now his calls are finally coming in. However, I wonder if that was calm if he was calm before he moved. And I'm hoping that if it was, and now in his new spot, because I haven't heard from him since, if he's able to call me again. If he does, I'm recording that shit. I hope I can. Because I can't wait. So he says, Yep, in the new prison. Ugh. Oh. <gasps> Oh, shit, and he says, and it's awesome. All right, that's exciting news. I'm happy about that. I was nervous. I actually really thought, and he had and in capital letters, all caps lock in, in pencil. When he's had that, I was like, oh, shit, I thought he's gonna be like, oh, and it blows or it sucks balls or whatever fucking term he sometimes uses, right? So he says, yep. In the new prison, and it's awesome, with an exclamation point. Man, do they remodel prisons? Hmm. I wonder. I'll ask him. Unless, of course, he says something. Sometimes him and I think very similarly. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, he says, we won the PS4 for cleanest tier in sales. Holy shit. PS4s? That's what I got. How the hell are they getting the new equipment like this? Man, you imagine being in prison for that? I don't think he's played a video game since he went in back in 1994. That'd be like fucking waking up to rotary phone or sleeping to a rotary phone and then waking up and you get this goddamn smartphone that takes pictures and fucking talks to you and has somebody's voice in there fucking telling, like, what do you want to know and shit like that. I mean, wow. Straight up idiocracy. For, oh, wow. That's, I couldn't imagine what his mind, what his, his fucking mind's, I'm sure, blown. But that's pretty badass. I can't, PS4, they even have that. I don't think they allowed anything like that in the other prison. So, interesting. Maybe he even gets KUPD now. He's a little bit closer, but not much, like 10 miles. But you never know. That sometimes makes a difference. I mean, it made a difference from him getting it from the north end of the prison to the south end of the prison. So that's not that's not very long. Not, not more than 10 miles anyway. So if he moved 10 miles closer north, he might get P KUPD all the time. All right. Which we do, which we do anyways. I am getting... What? I am getting good at Injustice 2. <laughs> By Canary's my girl. <laughs> That's great. Uh, 
I'm sure I've mentioned it way past, way in the past, but we used to always play Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter 2 and then Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. And we used to have a Super Nintendo, and you know, and, and sometimes, I don't know if I'd take it, or eventually Brad had one at his place and we'd go play over there and I would fucking mop the floor with everybody. I mean, I would beat the brakes off of them all the time. I went, what was it the one time I went? I think it was 96 and 0 with us friends. And finally they made the Jose rule where I could only win three times and pass a controller because, I mean, I never had to give the controller. I never lost. And uh, and I, <laughs> I always laughed and I, I thought it fucking was bullshit. It was a bullshit rule, but... I could see, yeah, I could see. I, you want, would you want to play the same fucking person over and over again, especially when they're just, just wrecking you, right? But this is funny. I'm getting good at Injustice Two, which I think I only played Injustice One, which is fun, but it just wears, it wears, the novelty wears off quickly. Black Canary's my girl, he says. Obviously, he's still not good at video games. And Bane is the shit. Woohoo! Look at that. I might even have Injustice 2, actually. I almost want to throw that bad boy in. All right. He says, we also get to play Gran Turismo Madden 17, which is, well, three years old. But remember, to him, that shit's fucking still in the future. And Star Wars Battlefront 2, which I haven't tried Battlefront 2. I did try Battlefront 1. And it was okay. Again, it was fun for about the first three or four hours. And after that, I'm like, eh. And, you know, luckily it was Redbox and I was able to take that shit back quick. Not like those blockbuster days. Remember that shit? Fuck that place. And Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's that's so awesome that he... That's that's great that he's actually finally able to play game. I bet you he's so fucking excited playing with a heart on, I'm sure now. Yeah, aw- he goes on to say, yeah, awesome. And the homeboy, the homeboy blasts the radio and the, and I don't know, again, this is, he says, awesome, comma, and the homeboy, comma, blasts the radio. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Heavy Metal and Injustice 2. Good fucking day. Hell yeah. It must. They must have radio. Oh, so he must be talking about they also have radio while they're playing. Like, it's the best of everything. It's kind of like, hey, you know, Tyler Diggin' Nice. Like, why you want to watch TV and play the radio at the same time? It's because I like to party. Like, you're having everything and you just want it all at the same time, especially after you've gone for so long with nothing. I mean, you'd just be like, yeah, bring the fucking food, bring the booze, radio, video games, movies, put three the TV here, put a TV. Like, you want it all at the same fucking time. Oh, I'm excited for him. That's good shit. I remember not being in prison and not having shit. And when you finally get stuff, <laughs> because you're finally able to make a little more, more money as you grow older, you can start getting shit and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that, you know? All right, so he says, so we have, so we are here till December, it looks like. Oh, shit, six to seven weeks only. Oh, man. That sucks. That that I didn't want to hear. Well, you know, 
When you're high, why not have something just fucking knock you back down, right? Ah, it sucks. And then he says, no visiting here either because, of course, COVID. Which, by the way, doesn't seem like it's going to be getting any better anytime soon. Drinking my coffee. Um, but... Yeah, that sucks because, uh, you know, all the, like, what, the levels are the same as June now. And even Illinois now is governors closing shit down again or at least regulating things more, whatever. So this does not look good for me to be able to go see him anytime soon. And, this, and then he's he's only here till December. That's fucking it, man. That whole, This whole year pretty much gone. Ah. Oh, he says, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He says here, but I can get emails and send emails. Need your address, fully. Oh, I just got to put money in the account. Oh, holy shit. This, this is going to be, this is, uh, wow. Wow. That this is, this is, this is fucking exciting. That means that I might be able to do even more of these and emailing would be so much fucking funnier in just in an instant instead of waiting for jokes for three or four weeks to come back or, you know, talking about topical shit that's already a month old. You know how we live nowadays. 30 seconds is old. 30 seconds ago. Emails. Whoa. He hasn't ever had an email. He's never been on a computer, I don't think. He said he tried one time, but he didn't know what it was or how to work it turn it on or anything this is fantastic wow this okay so i'm wrong new prison which is old but new right old old as far as how long it's been there but new for him already seems way better holy shit emails baby fully dash zero fulio i think that's what he means fulio <laughs> he doesn't have to put a dash between the o and the e emails need your address fulio I just got to put money in an account that's heading his way. Please text my shithead brother, Nicole, with a new address. Please, I'd appreciate it. Which, going to do that. That is so awesome. Man. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write him back tomorrow and send him that email address. This is so fucking badass. I'm going to probably use a different one, though. Yeah. Might be a good idea. And I give him my... My main one, right? I think that works. Oh, so the girl that texts you. Oh, the chick. Good to know. Yeah, he's been texting me and he still hasn't told me who this person is. I just keep getting texts text from this number from Nevada. Oh, so the girl that texts you, she is my little buddy's sister. Ah, uh, if you need to text her. If you sorry, it's because I always try to make sure I'm reading right and not putting any names in there. If you need to text her and she'll tell Chaz to tell me a message. She's in Vegas, which is great. And I already did. I let her know this whole time. I thought it was a dude. This uh, I even sent a dick pic and everything. Um, kidding. Yes, kind of. Uh, not mine though. Um, that. I told told her now that I know 
that I can't get his call. So, and she said that she would go ahead and relay that message, which is great. Uh, they don't give boxer shorts here. Ha <laughs> ha. Give us all briefs. Ooh, sex. And he was a sexy. He has a smiley face. Oh, oh, man. I got to calm that shit down. Oh, they're probably want to bring everybody in a uh, heat, I guess. Right. I mean, boxer briefs. Well, I guess it could be just like with us with chicks, right? Lululemons and tight pants. Just because you can fit in them doesn't mean you should wear them. Just because they make them in your size and you're big. I mean, unless you're working out, I get it. And sometimes that's even questionable. But fuck, come on. Give us a break. So I guess the briefs, I would imagine some dudes you just don't want to see in that shit, right? All right. My turn on injustice next. Gotta go. <laughs> Doesn't end there yet because he's coming back. But <laughs> That's so good. That just reminds me of back in the day, like when we used to play. How how fantastic. He must he, fuck, he must be super excited. I, I wish I could talk to him. Hopefully he does call. That's fantastic. All right. So he says, he goes on to say, send email address. It's almost like he's writing code now. Send email address, and I still need help with shoe money if you can, which is on the way tomorrow, actually. I'm going to send that to him. Um, Yeah, he should. He better not be fucking. I even told him, don't be fucking fuck around with basketball. Your old ass can't take that shit anymore. Keep your shoes for as long as you can. They wear out quickly. So he says, be well, shoot a letter. Please tell my little brother and Nicole I moved also. Miss your face. Sincerely, Brad. Miss your face. All right, so he says one more. Uh, oh, so it's the arrow from my turn on Injustice. Next, got to go. And it looks like he was in quite a hurry so he could play again because this, this shit is like um, very, very uh, hard to read. It looks like doctor's handwriting. So he says, I won! Exclamation point. Oh, yeah, sorry. With Flash in the multiverse. Won four, lost one in ten. In 10 minutes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it finally feels good for him to win at a video game for once. <laughs> and he says, oh, spamware, asshole. Aha, that's the whole thing with, it's it's a whole uh, phone thing. If you got it on your phone, I can't call. I will try Friday at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., all right? <laughs> <laughs> I better turn my photo, my photo, my phone on. That's the thing is that I don't have my phone on. Um, I always have it on silent because it's fucking annoying. That's why. But um, I'll have to text me ten minutes ago, so I'll have to uh, remember to turn that on so um, I can hear his call. And the other stuff. Okay, so it wasn't. It was just how to send money to him. I must have to ha probably put a new number in using Neo. The uh, uh, Western Union. So, well, that is absolutely way better news than expected. Hopefully, getting in there is not such a pain in the ass and and a hassle and and shitty. But it sounds like he's happy. That's really what matters more. Who gives a fuck, really, for me? How much of a uh, a hassle it is. You know, because like I said, when you on that other prison, you would just park and it was I literally two minute walk to the front door before you'd enter and then you'd just go, which was 
great, but who gives a shit, right? In the end, if he, if it's better for him and makes him happy, that's awesome. So obviously, then also I I really we're not gonna be able to go anyway, probably as it as it looks before he's transferred out. Um, so just happy that he's happy. This this sounds great for him. He's able to play his games. Um, and then you know, I have to share it with the whole prison, just like their tier and the cells and which is pretty badass. And I wonder if they actually get to keep it or if it's like, you know, every month or every quarter where they pass that PS4 around, but I'll have to ask him about that. But, uh, glad that it's worked out for him even better. And that sounds great. Um, so that's really what matters. And Hopefully, I get a call from him Friday. He said this Friday, which, let's see, the 19th, if he did mail this on the 19th, that was Monday. So if he does Friday, you goddamn right I'm going to record that motherfucker. So, anyways, I have to bounce because it's time when you guys are ready. <laughs> it's time to do this. Um, might as well get a, crip, get a quick snack, I think. And then, uh, and then head out. So again, thank you guys for stopping by, taking a listen. Check out the Jose Meza um, YouTube channel. Should be just Jose Meza. Uh, IG uh, Jose Meza underscore Creator. I might have the link to that. My website, eh, JoseMezaMedia.com, and the other IGs are on there as well. Um, and. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. We will talk to you later. I am out to have some fucking cold beers, food, and whatever else comes my way. Late. That's a fucking wrap.